This is episode 21, My Pregnancy Journey So Far in Mind, Body and Soul. Welcome to the Wellness Project podcast with Claire Obeyed. I'm a life and wellness coach, yoga teacher, EFT practitioner and meditation guide. And most importantly, I'm a mama. And I'm here to support you to free your mind, fuel your body and feed your soul as we journey into the project of your own wellness. From meditation, yoga, spirituality and health to well-being, mindset, conscious living and conscious parenting, I dive into it all. Featuring moments of contemplation mixed with inspired action and handy takeaways, you will feel inspired and motivated, ready to cultivate new habits, rituals and tools for your wellness journey. With mini meditation sessions to support you in cultivating inner stillness, connection and clarity, and special co-hosted episodes and interviews to answer your questions, the Wellness Project podcast has you covered. Hi beauties, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm really excited to share with you all about my pregnancy journey so far with baby number two. I do want to start here by firstly stating I guess this is kind of obvious, but this is mostly just intended to be an informative episode where I share with you what my experience has been like and perhaps from that you can receive whatever guidance or insight or perhaps tips that you might need as you're embarking on your own pregnancy journey. But I'm by no means pushing what I do or what I haven't done on you and sharing my opinions as gospel truth. Everybody's pregnancy is completely different. Everybody's experience and passion and goals are completely different. So I want you to stay true to that which is right for you and see whatever I'm sharing as just storytelling, just simply me sharing what has been unfolding for you, what I'm personally working on, what I'm working through, and hopefully that inspires and supports you in some way. Okay, so I'd also like to share here that with my last pregnancy, when I was pregnant with Soleil back in 2014 and 2015, I documented a lot of that journey into a ebook, which is now called The Bump. And you can actually find that on my website under the ebook section. So clarabade.com and go straight to the ebook section. So this is a pregnancy wellness guide that goes through each trimester. And I share with you in that beautiful guide what I have literally done to support myself in mind, body, and soul each trimester. And I share with you in detail, really, the supplements that I've been taking, the meditations that I've been doing, the practices, the individual modalities that have supported me, the food that I've been eating, the nutrition guidelines that I guess I've been following. And I have had a lot of feedback from pregnant, beautiful pregnant ladies out there saying that this has been a really supportive guide because it's not a rigid structure and it's not about do this or else, but it's kind of sharing what I consider to be a much more fluid and holistic and wellness focused approach to pregnancy. So I highly recommend you check that out if you haven't already. It's a really awesome guide and I really hope that you get something out of that that supports you because pregnancy is a really mind-blowing journey. I mean, let's get real. On the outside, before you actually are pregnant, it just looks so gorgeous, right? You've got this 
beautiful glowing woman with this blooming belly and a baby that is growing inside. And my God, it is such a miracle. Like it still blows my mind that essentially without even consciously thinking about it or doing anything, I am creating a physical life. There's something so unreal about that. But once you're actually in the pregnancy journey, you've got no idea how it's going to hit you. And I know many, many women that have the most beautiful, serene, easygoing experiences. And part of that is their attitude. And a lot of that is just their, their physiology, their genetics, whatever it is that allows them to have a really crazy experience. But there's also stuff that goes on, right? Your body is swelling and growing and there are aches and pains and really bizarre symptoms and things that happen like the stuffy nose that you get for months on end because the progesterone has peaked in your system and it's making all the membranes in your body swell or the hormone relaxin that's coursing through your body and it's softening your pelvis and your joints but it's also softening your esophagus so your food doesn't stay down as easily so there's all sorts of little things like that right so pregnancy is not always easy and it's not always a walk in the park yes it's worth it right i know that and I know that any woman out there that is carrying a child knows that too and intuitively is connected to how blessed she is that she gets to create life. But on a human level, it's still hard. And we're allowed to honor that as well. We're allowed to honor and be okay with the fact that it's challenging. So part of why I wanted to do this episode was to share with you my own personal experience with this pregnancy and to also honor the fact that there have been challenges. There have been challenges in mind, body, and soul, and there's still going to be some challenges. I've got seven weeks to go if this baby decides to come on time, unlike Soleil, who was two weeks late. So I just want to honor that whole experience, and that's just life, isn't it? Honoring the highs, the lows, the light, the shadow, the ups, the downs, and knowing that sometimes we've got to go through a bit of struggle, in order to really appreciate what's on the other side. Sometimes we don't. Everybody is different. So to backtrack a second, I highly recommend checking out my wellness e-guide, The Bump. Again, that's clarabay.com ebook section. And that will give you a lot of detail, like I said, for each trimester in Mind, Body and Soul about what I've been doing. And even though this was written for the last pregnancy, I've essentially been doing the same things. So I'm going to give you a bit of insight kind of as an overview on that sort of stuff. And then I'm going to dive into the specifics around this pregnancy because this pregnancy has been in equal parts very, very different to the last one, but also very similar. And I really want to highlight that stuff. And I really want to highlight where my focus has been this time, which is quite different to last time. So let us start with the first trimester. <laughs> Both pregnancies, I unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on which way you like to look at it, uh, has suffered from pretty full-on morning sickness. I wasn't one of those women who managed to skip out on that <laughs> on that horrible period. And for those of you that have followed me online, you might remember that I actually just completely disconnected from social media and all online, to be honest, for that period of time, for almost three months. Now, I want to highlight here that it wasn't an intentional thing to do, but the intensity of those first few weeks of growing literally a brain and a spine 
and the severity of the illness, the fatigue, the vomiting. I don't have hyperemus gavardium. I didn't have HD, but I was very sick. The intensity of all of that just meant that I literally do not have the capacity, the emotional space or the mental energy for any more output. There is enough output going on. There is enough creation going on within my body. So to post and connect and do an Insta story and share online, it just doesn't feel right for me in that time. And I want to share that with you because maybe you feel like that too. Maybe you've been unwell or maybe you haven't been unwell, but you do actually feel like disconnecting. And I really want to invite you to do that because it was such a beautiful experience to have three months offline and to disconnect and to really just bring my energy back to home, back to center and whatever was left over to give that back to my daughter and my husband and my family and myself. And it was just such an awesome experience to pull back and sort of see, okay, wow, output social media is pretty intense and I really can see how that drains me. And now my experience with social media is, is very different. I might go two or three days without connecting online and that's just what my guidance will tell me to do. My body will say, no more output today, turn off. And I'm really able to honor and hear that. So both pregnancies, pretty much the exact same thing happened. Felt very, very sick. And that is not the greatest time for me emotionally. I'm not very good at getting sick. A lot of past childhood stuff comes up for me around being unwell and around also witnessing my mum unwell. She was unwell quite a lot when I was little. And it really brings up old patterns and stories for me on suffering and leaning into struggle. And this time around, I really noticed it and I really decided to do something about it, which I'll share with you a little bit later on. Uh, so it's quite an emotional time for me as well. And it really brings up a lot of feelings of resentment and confusion and even uncertainty. And I want to highlight this because I get this message a lot from women privately who are surprised by the fact that they feel so unhappy to be pregnant at this time even though they really wanted this baby or they've been trying for years I just want to tell you mamas it's okay right there's some pretty wild hormones running through your system there's some pretty wild shifts and changes that are happening for you physically emotionally mentally spiritually there is a soul starting to connect within you you are now holding space for two energy fields yourself and your your unborn baby and you're sick or maybe you're not but it's still like oh wow the questions the future tripping the uncertainty what am I going to do with my life etc etc so if you're having these feelings please don't overthink it please don't beat yourself up please ladle yourself up with compassion and just go gently and just notice and observe those thoughts don't get lost in them Maybe journal through them and come back to them after you've passed that first trimester and see where you sit with those feelings. I just want you to know you're not alone if you feel that and it doesn't make you a bad person or mother and it doesn't make you ungrateful. It just makes you a human being. Not to mention that if you're anything like me, you're probably eating very differently in this first trimester, even though you intend to eat all the high vibrational foods, all the clean, nourishing foods to help build your baby and to look after you. 
but maybe all you can stomach is cheese and toast. And that is part of the surrender journey. Okay, that is part of you just going, I'm not going to put so much power into this because this is just about survival right now. And as soon as things shift, I will do better. This time around for me, pregnancy number two, I was able to eat a lot cleaner than I was able to the first time. I think I had a little bit more skill set or understanding around how to eat clean and yet still not eat the foods that were going to trigger me to throw up or to feel really unwell. But nonetheless, it's a pretty epically horrible time. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm being so real and authentic about this. But, you know, if you've been pregnant before, you get it. It's just super challenging. I can't get over how many women that I know that have never even had an ounce of um, nausea let alone fatigue in that first trimester. So please don't listen to what I'm saying and thinking, wow, I'm doomed. This is just what the story is around pregnancy. It's not, and it can be very, very different for anybody. And if you have a huge trigger around me sharing that and you feel a lot of fear that you might one day get pregnant and feel sick, write that down and process that because that could be something that you could do some work around in terms of cleansing those belief systems, shifting that mindset and manifesting a different story if you're really triggered by that. Because my story and other people's stories are not your stories. Okay, I really want to highlight that too. So in the bump, I share, the bump is my e-guide, sorry, I share with you the supplements and the nutrition that I consume, both pregnancies. And this has all been guided around um, my blood tests and around my naturopath and her deep understanding and wisdom for what a body, a human body needs to grow, but also what a mother needs support in. And I want to stress this. It blows my mind how many women I meet that do not think it's necessary to supplement themselves during pregnancy. You have what is essentially a parasite sucking and leaching everything out of your system. And you cannot predict what it's going to take and how it's going to affect you, right? I, my children so far have sucked the folate, the iron, the magnesium, the calcium, and the zinc out of my system to the nth degree. So it blows my mind when I meet women that are struggling through pregnancy and or not struggling and they're feeling amazing but yet they're not supplementing and the reason why this blows my mind is because your baby will take and take and take and take and take great your baby is okay but this is not just about your baby this is about you because once that baby is born you have to be up every three hours feeding you have to be able to produce milk if you're going to breastfeed you have to be able to cope your adrenals your thyroid your digestion right your nervous system And then months later, maybe months of sleep deprivation and months of breastfeeding, if you have got nothing left in your system because you didn't support yourself through pregnancy and post-birth, how are you going to feel? Let's just be clear about this. How are you going to feel? Probably pretty crap, right? So I implore you, find a naturopath, read my bump guide, and supplement like crazy, both through the food that you eat and also through natural supplements. 
I've taken everything from basic supplements to liver detoxes, to folate, to royal jelly, spirulina, iodine, extra iron, liquid iron, magnesium, calcium. Yes, I know, it's a lot, and not all at the same time. Fish oil to help build the baby's brain, but also to help deal with the aches and pains in my body. B12 for extra energy, right? There's so much out there. So please look after yourself and do so for you, knowing that you can't give back to this baby, right? Um, I also want to mention here there's different tonics that you can take, speaking to a naturopath, to help support your uterus for childbirth or to minimize hemorrhaging or excessive bleeding if you've got fibroids. There is so much that you can do. It doesn't just have to be a cross your fingers, close your eyes, grin and bear it, and hope for the best. You can actually take inspired action to support yourself physically. So in terms of the first trimester, in terms of diet, I just want to highlight here what my naturopath said to me as well, which is that protein is really, really vital during this particular time. I'm not a vegetarian, and I'm not going to preach to you guys about what's right or wrong. But personally, I crave and desperately need animal sources of protein during pregnancy. And it's not enough for me if I just have vegetarian sources. I can actually feel uh, the emptiness of that food for me. But that's my experience. So protein, focus on it. <clears throat> Fish, beef, chicken, legumes, dairy, chia, tahini, almonds, quinoa, eggs, and lots of it because you're building a baby. You're literally building a baby and you literally need that protein to support you through that process as well. And once you move into the second and the third trimesters, you can start to up your greens intake, start to eat cleaner and lighter, start to reduce your portion sizes and eat a little bit more frequently. You'll have to feel into that for yourself, but that's essentially what my experience has been. And come the second and third trimesters, I really crave fresh fruit and fresh vegetables and really clean, light food and stuff that's really nourishing and, and fulfilling and satisfying, but that is not so dense. And I guess that also depends on the time of year that you're pregnant as well. So I also want to share with you guys as well movement and what has been unfolding for me this pregnancy in comparison to last pregnancy from a movement side of things. So last pregnancy, I practiced a lot of yoga and a lot of bar and a lot of yoga practices at home, but it wasn't rigorous and abusive. <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking of that word. I just mean it wasn't tough and harsh on my body. And this is where my personal philosophy comes in for movement. It has to be, for me, intuitive and responsive and deeply compassionate. And it has to be in response to how I'm feeling day to day because pregnancy, you feel different day to day. I have definitely had some challenges this pregnancy with A, finding the time around a toddler and B, having the energy levels I did last time to practice as a regularly. I have wanted to be much more consistent, but I'd probably say this pregnancy I've only really managed somewhere between two to three at the most movement sessions a week, not including all the walking and the chasing after a toddler that I do, but just actual dedicated practices. A lot of my practices are really fluid and intuitive and flowy yoga practices that work on uh, releasing 
tight hips and opening up the shoulders you know as your belly gets bigger you start to have this rounded back feeling kind of happening as your core diminishes um, stretching out aches and pains and calves and really just allowing myself to feel into the fluidity and the softness that's now coming through in my body and I think that's a really important thing to highlight I see some powerhouse women jogging and running and lifting weights during their pregnancy and I think go go for it if that feels right for you if that's good for your body if that feels intuitively right but I often do wonder are you doing that because it does feel intuitively right or are you doing that because you're afraid of putting on weight or you're filled with fear about something to do with your body the reason why I I highlight that is because for me the energy of pregnancy is so opposite to that it's so grounded and it desperately asks me to slow down and to feel more into my body and into my breath and to take it easy and not as in do nothing don't move but to do everything with a little bit more consciousness and a little bit more love and to work with the spirally, fluidy, flowy energy that's in my body and do a lot of movement that is designed to help open the pelvis and to encourage the uterus to work properly and to work with baby as it starts the birthing process rather than pumping iron and building muscle. Again, this is a really personal experience and you have to feel into that, but that's what I feel called to do. And that's essentially, from a movement perspective, what's happened last pregnancy and this pregnancy. However, this one, there's been a lot less time, like I said, to practice. And the challenges that I have faced around movement have also um, has also come with my low iron situation. So... I had low iron around about the 27-week mark last pregnancy and increasing my supplementation just boosted it straight back up. This pregnancy, it happened a lot earlier and even though I wasn't technically anemic, my iron dropped from 80 to 14, which is a huge jump for, you know, from that marker perspective. I attempted to get my iron back up with natural supplements for around about six to seven weeks And in that six to seven weeks, I really struggled with exercise because I was so fatigued and dizzy and foggy. And I don't know if you've experienced anemic-like symptoms before, but it's, it's basically, you know, you could sleep for 10 hours and you'll wake up and you still feel ridiculously hungover and dizzy. So that did affect my ability to move a lot during that time. Everything was about really slowing down and resting. Uh, Since that that time since about that seven week time I have had an iron infusion which has helped a lot um I wish I'd had it earlier but I wasn't allowed to (laughs) you know protocol and rules but that did definitely affect my ability to move as much as I wanted to now I'm feeling better I'm coming back to doing more frequent yoga and, and intuitive flowy sort of practices Everything has to be in response. I'm 33 weeks pregnant now, so we're at the pointy end and this is the very tired stage within pregnancy. So again, everything now is about responding to where my baby is at, what my body is asking for me, and supporting it to feel strong and vital and open to move into birth. Lots of walking and lots of swimming really helps during pregnancy. Something I'd like to 
make very clear is that it doesn't have to be an intense practice, but something daily is really helpful, even if it's just 10 minutes. So moving on, I've also in my e-guide and also in my experience now and with both pregnancies, explored birth planning and preparation. So my birth last time, I ended up being induced, but other than a little bit of augmentation, so not a full induction, I essentially had a completely natural birth, so no drugs and luckily no tearing and no major complications. And it was a very, very quick birth, so under four hours from beginning to end. And I did a lot of intentional work around planning that birth. And I use the word planning very loosely because I didn't want to stick to roles and I didn't want to feel restricted and I didn't want to, you know, block myself in by my own expectations and feel quite controlling. But I also wanted to manifest in this particular experience. Not everything went to plan. I didn't have the water birth that I thought I wanted. Uh, it just didn't work out in terms of position to get the baby out. And I didn't um, essentially in the beginning want to be augmented or induced in any way, but that's what happened and I worked through that. This particular time around, I have been doing a lot of work on post-birth, more than I did last time. And I hear this a lot with second-time mums. So I have a very, very similar plan and intention for this birth as I did last time. And so details around that for you guys, maybe you're interested in hearing, as once again drug-free, once again minimal intervention as much as possible, once again a quiet, safe and unobserved experience. I will have my music on, I will have my essential oils, I will have my support system and my partner, I will probably have my crystals there, I will have quiet, I will have all questions and instructions not through me but filtered to my partner and my doula and I will have anything, any major inter intervention that might come up to be discussed and properly assessed. I will not have any intervention to release the placenta so allow that to come out naturally. I'll also let my child do skin to skin for quite a few hours straight after birth. So lots of stuff like that. And if you're looking to explore more of that sort of stuff, calm birth or speaking to a doula or other natural birth education, I highly recommend. Check out Sarah Buckley online. She is amazing as well. Check out my doula, Lauren Falconer, and her spirit birth e-course, which is incredible. And I'll link all of this in the show notes. But this time, I have such a deep level of confidence and knowing that when it comes to birth, I don't need to over plan and prepare. I don't need to put so much focus on that. I just have this deep knowing that I've got it, that my body can grow this baby and my body can birth this baby and I fully trust in the experience and I fully trust in my capability and in the wild woman in me that comes out to you know, go to the earth mama energy and bring this baby through. I really feel that and I really trust that. Uh, so I haven't been putting so much intensity around the affirmations and the meditations and all the planning and the preparation I did last time for birth. 
Um, and you can read all about that in my ebook as well. But I have been doing more preparation on my mindset and my attitude around post birth. So once baby is here and beyond. And that's been a really uh, pivotal and slightly different point for me with this pregnancy to last time. So last time I kind of maybe just hoped that whatever happens will happen and I'll be able to cope with it. But I didn't quite expect that so much was going to come up during post-birth for me and I was going to have a really unsettled baby and it was going to trigger me and all my expectations and controlling attitude and past life wounds and generational wounds through the mother line. Didn't expect all of that stuff to come up, but it did. So now that I'm aware of that, I've been doing much more preparation and work and mindset work on getting clear about what I desire, being honest about what my expectations and controlling beliefs might be, detoxing some of the stuff that might be inhibiting me from being open and ready to flow with the experience and the child, whatever that may be. And that's been a really, really important part of this journey for me. I've come back to see the psychologist that I saw straight after I gave birth last time who helped heal some of that deep wounding and disconnection that I felt at that time. And we've kind of come full circle and started to work on a deeper level to, to clear some of those old patterns and beliefs so that I'm much more open and ready and willing to roll and surrender and be with this experience fully without judgment and expectation. And that's a, a really important part. I want to add here that this work has been so pivotal for me and it's something I'm deeply passionate about that I've recently created a very short mentorship program for anybody out there who's pregnant or planning to be pregnant to work one-on-one with me. It's called Birthing the Mother You Want to Be and it's a three-session mentorship program with a whole bunch of goodies added thrown, added into that. Sorry, And we work one-on-one through your own personal beliefs, limitations, fears, blocks, and anything else that might be preventing you from stepping fully into birth, baby, and beyond, into motherhood in the way that you desire. Maybe it's your first child. Maybe it's your second or third. Maybe you've identified some belief systems and some blocks that are coming up for you and you really want to have a different experience. So if that's of interest to you, please get in touch with me privately. You can email me claire at claireobeyed.com and let me know. I've got a couple of places left for that and this is for between now and early April. So we can do the sessions together and work through some of this stuff using a lot of the tools that I personally use to help me clear and detox a lot of these mindset patterns and beliefs. So I wanted to add that in there because I've already started working with a couple of women and the work has been profound already. And it's just so awesome to support you mamas in stepping into your power because it's not just about birthing your baby. It's not just about the child. This is, again, so much about you and your transformation and your journey. Becoming a mum is the most mind-blowing, life-changing spiritual journey you'll ever go on. So this deep mindset work and soul work that has been coming through for me has been probably the most uh, pivotal and intentional and different element of this pregnancy in comparison to last. Yes, the exercise has been a bit different. Yes, the diet has been slightly different. Yes, I haven't been able to have the 
space to do certain things like I did last time. But this has been the key and most integral element to this pregnancy. And I'm really grateful for that. I'm really grateful that I'm doing this work on a deeper level and that my last pregnancy has catapulted me into seeing things differently for this time around. The things I know now that I wish I knew back then. Um, last pregnancy as well, from a meditation perspective, I spent a lot of time visualizing and doing affirmations around birth. And I'm still doing some of that, but not as much. I'm doing more of that now, visualizing and affirmations around baby and my experience as a mother with a new child and a whole family to care for. And that is something I didn't do last time. And that's something that is really important to me here. I'm seeing myself, I'm witnessing how I might behave, and it's all in a very empowering and positive light during these visualizations and these affirmations. It's all about reprogramming my mind to believe in a different story to what was created last time. And that's so important for me. That's so important for me to not replicate and repeat past negative stories and to be stuck in those and to take ownership for what was, to learn from that and to grow forward from that. So that's been a really amazing element of this journey as well is to really step back and look at what unfolded last time to ask myself what I would like to be different what I'd like to grow from and then to consciously do some work around making that happen right to creating a new story because I have the power to do that so a lot of this stuff I talk about in my e-guide as well but I just wanted to show you what's different from last time to this time as well Oh, and there's just so much that's different. It's just kind of mind-blowing actually thinking about it now as I'm talking to you because this pregnancy, there are no complications. Essentially, everything is the same in terms of physically what's going on in my body. I have a textbook pregnancy. There is nothing to complain about, knock on wood. I've got no problems. Yet emotionally, mentally, spiritually, it is a very, very different pregnancy for me, which makes sense because it's a different baby a different soul. Now, talking about the baby and the soul, I guess this is kind of the last place that I want to take you on this journey with me, and that is the deep soul work that has been unfolding for me during this pregnancy. So I'm not going to lie, this pregnancy wasn't planned, <laughs> nor was the last one. I seem to have really powerful souls come through to me who, who decide for me. On a very um, deep soul level, on a subconscious level, I know that I said yes to this pregnancy and I know that my husband did too, but we weren't really trying and I'm not complaining guys because I know how difficult it is for some people to get pregnant. But what has happened from that experience is I've been thrown into a deep space of transition. I've been in transition since I was pregnant last time. Um, both pregnancies have kind of crumbled me a little bit, meaning stripping back my layers and stripping back elements of who I think I am to slowly reveal a different person essentially slowly reveal what's always been there but I guess kind of uncovering a different um, deeper side to me I can't actually tell you what I'm transitioning towards I'm in the in-between um, a really great episode for you guys to go back and listen to to talk about transitions is my episode with Rachel McDonald where we talk about transitions 
So I'm in this deep space of transition and this pregnancy has thrown me into this questioning state of who am I? What am I in this world? Where am I going? What are my gifts? What are my talents? What am I here to do? What's my sole purpose? What's come through very, very strongly is that for now, my sole purpose is to be this mother. For now, I'm meant to completely own and embody the mother archetype. And that is the most integral and important part of my soul journey right now and my soul purpose. But there is more to come. And if you've never been pregnant before, you might not know, but when you are pregnant, your intuition is off the scale. You've literally got two energy fields within you and you're tapped into a different sort of channel. And this time, this channel that's opened up for me has brought me many, many downloads and some new skills and some new experiences that have been both terrifying and amazing at the same time. And it has moved me on a really powerful level and it's forced me to do and say things that I I never thought that I would. It's put me into many dark nights of the soul and it's also put me into a deep space of surrender and peace and acceptance and it's been a pretty wild journey. It has left me so incredibly connected to Oh, I don't even know how to describe this properly for you guys, but to a deeper truth within me, yet at the same time not really knowing what this truth is just yet. And it's amazing. This is one of the things that I love the most about pregnancy, just, wow, the the downloads that come through. I'm now studying a course I never thought I would do, let alone knew about, and have been led intuitively to do this. And I have communicated and connected with the child within me many, many times. And he is, or she is, going to be such a deep healer for me. I can feel that. So the soul journey at the moment during this pregnancy has been pretty unreal. And I'm really grateful for it. But it's also a bit scary because I don't really know what's coming next other than I'm going to be a mother again. And I'm going to be facing the motherhood journey round two. But I want to share this part with you because I think this is important for all of us. This is one of the most, how do I say this? This is one of the most powerful lessons that we can experience during motherhood. This deep surrender and deep trust to just stay open even when we don't know what's going on. On the surface, those days when we've got no idea what to do with our children and how to cope and how we're going to get through this. But on a deeper level, where you're headed, who you are, what you're going to become, what's this life about, what's your sole purpose? Because even though I don't know the answer to all of that just yet, I know it's coming. And I know that this baby is integral in the delivering of that insight and the deliverance of that truth for me. So I'm inviting you to see pregnancy and this baby that's with you as not just a thing that's happening to you and an amazing life-changing thing, but that it is integral to your soul journey. It's not just about that baby. And even though it might make it it seem like everything else in your life is on hold right now while you have a baby, it's actually not the case. You're not on hold. You're deep in very powerful work. 
And that's been a turning point for me in this pregnancy is to realize I'm not on pause. I'm not surrendered and waving the white flag and saying, okay, I'll wait to see what happens after we get past this next crazy year or two. This is actually the journey I'm supposed to be on right now in mind, body, spirit, soul. This baby is part of the unfolding of the truth within. I hope that's making sense. It does to me, but you can probably hear my confusion as well because, like I said, I don't have the full answers just yet. But I can say watch this space, guys, because this baby is bringing some big things for me and I don't know when or how or what, but big changes are brewing and... God, that's just so incredible to know that not only do I get to be a mother to a whole new little person, but that there is this deliverance coming and that there's this complete unraveling happening within me and this rebuild that's about to happen whenever that is. Time is irrelevant, right? It's actually circular, not linear. So we just have to be in a state of surrender and trust and wait for that. So there is so much more that I could share with you. But the rest of what's going to happen for me in this pregnancy is very similar to what I shared about in the bump in terms of my plans to consume my placenta again in in caps, encapsulation, to the baby moon or the hibernation phase that I'll be going through for the four weeks minimum after giving birth, how I am calling on the troops in my family to help me prepare food to stockpile the freezer, lots of nourishing food like broths and stews so that we can actually just be fully within that baby cave for those first few weeks, to how I am going to slow down to prepare my body and my mind as I get closer and closer towards birth, and the blessing way ceremony that... I did last time and that I did also this time as well. I don't I don't do baby showers, they're not my thing, but I love the experience of sitting in circle with women and doing a blessing way for the baby and myself. Both times it's been a life-changing experience. So again, please do check out the bump so I can share all about that. It's essentially the same. Um, but if you have any questions for me, any questions about your pregnancy or a a pregnancy that you're planning or anything that's worrying you or anything that you just want to share, please do get in touch because it's really important for me that us women and mamas hold circle for each other and pass on our own individual experiences and wisdom to support each other and to uplift and to create new stories and to create a more empowering experience around pregnancy, birth and beyond and to empower you to listen to your body and to feel into your individual experience and to get the help and the support that you need because it is not something to be afraid of and you do not need to absorb all the negative stories out there and take on other people's fear. You can create this experience in the the light and the love that you want to. So please, I'm here to help you with that. And if my mama coaching program resonates with you as well, please get in touch because it's a really cheap course. I've dramatically reduced the price to make it readily available for a handful of mamas. It comes with a whole bunch of bonuses, including access to my On Mama Love meditation program. We learn lots of cool skills like EFT. We have some pretty amazing intuitive download sessions where we communicate 
internally with yourself and get some clear guidance. And we work on all of those blocks. So it's been such an honor to sit and chat with you and share this with you guys. And I have no idea how long this has gone for. So I really apologize (laughs) if I've chewed your ear off. And I hope that I have given you an insight into my experience this time. And maybe through that, I have shared with you some tips and some guidance and some insight, or maybe just a couple of golden nuggets that have supported you in some way. Sending you so much love and light and so much support in whatever way you need it right now during your experience of life. It has been such an honor to connect with you this way. And I cannot wait to hear from you. And of course, if this has resonated, please make sure you subscribe via iTunes and give us a rating and some feedback. It would be awesome to hear from you. Sending you so much love and have a beautiful day. Bye.